When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Jamie All Over. Thousands of you DM'd me asking for that Saddle Ranch video of Tom and Raquel. This is the video that took place right after Boys Night, the video that I never posted because after watching it back, I said, wow, this looks too intimate and I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea, so I'm not going to post it. Little did I know it wasn't the wrong idea and this was a key in the timeline of like when this actually started. In this video, you can see the interaction between the two of them. You can see that it's more than just friends, and you can see something is growing and building there. I still felt a little weird about putting this out or posting this video, even after it was exposed that the two of them were having an affair. And I still had not put this on my stories or anything. The show got wind of this video and requested it. So they have it. I assume it will be in the last episode of the season. However it's played on the show, I can guarantee that it will be muted and it will probably be a way shorter version. So it's almost two minutes long in full version and the audio is there. I'm not saying this is any groundbreaking, amazing cinematography or a masterpiece. I am saying that this is a ridiculous video that was made late at night for fun, joking around, doing voiceovers. I'm the voice of Sandoval. Brett, who is the manager of Schwartz and Sandys, is the voice for Raquel. He does a way better job at it than I do. I cannot do impressions. It's idiotic commentary. It was meant to be a joke. And somehow, because of timing, I actually caught something way bigger than what we realized was happening. It's going to be out there anyway. Why not raise some funds for charity? Announcement, I have a Patreon. <laughs> it's patreon.com slash Jamie all over. So that is up. I would suggest if you are going to watch that video, sure, listen to our idiotic commentary. But if you were to mute it, that's when you can really understand what's happening there. We have a Jamie all over listener. Her name is Brittany. Her family member's house in Ohio burnt down. Thank God the family all got out in time. Everybody was okay, but they only left with the clothes on their back. They lost everything. There was a five-year-old boy who also lived in the house. He didn't even have a pair of shoes. They lost everything. And so there's a GoFundMe that I've had in my stories to help them build back and just get the necessities that they need right now. I can't even imagine how devastating. It's like on one hand, yes, thank God everyone is okay. You can replace the things. But also imagine losing your home and everything in it in minutes. It's just such devastation. So I still want to help some more. So I am putting it there in exchange for your donation to go help Brittany's family as well as Little Bear Animal Sanctuary. If I'm going to be raising funds, I'm on the board of a nonprofit animal sanctuary called Little Bear. And I would feel guilty raising funds for one thing and not something that I'm actually a part of. And it's my job to help raise funds for that. So I will split it. If you just want to see the video, if you just want to throw in a $5 donation to these two causes and you want to cancel after that, feel free. I will not be offended. If you do want to stick around, 
I can let you know what else will be up there. So many of you were asking for more of the Team Sheena episode. Now, you might be at the point where you're like, no, we don't want more. I get it. Cool. I'm kind of in agreement with you. I don't even want to go back and re-edit this because I don't even want to hear about it anymore. But I did record for almost two hours and that episode was whittled down to less than 40 minutes and people were asking for more. There was a lot that I had to cut at the time. When I edited that original version, it was cut up so many different times because I kept like having to take more stuff out. The audio, I will admit, is probably not the greatest. We were in a large room, Kale and I, when we did it. We were actually at Kelly's apartment in her main living room, kitchen area. So my level was different than Kale's level. It wasn't the best. So I had no idea that it would be listened to as many times as it was. So I will go back and re-edit the entire episode and make sure the audio quality is even better. And it's funny because some people are like, oh, you're cutting him off a lot. But I wasn't really cutting him off if you hear the whole conversation. It's just the way that I had to edit it. You can hear the full version on Patreon. I will put the extended version up. It will be there within the month as well. In addition to those two things that will be up there, I will be doing all my video podcasts on there. You will still hear the regular version on the regular podcast. If you want to see the video version, maybe there's a guest you particularly like. I'm not saying every single podcast will be a video. There's a lot of ones that I just do solo sitting from my closet, and I doubt you want to see that. There will be bonus episodes. If there's something that I want to say and I don't feel it's appropriate for the regular podcast, that will go on the Patreon. I love this community so much. This is the best thing that has ever come from creating a podcast was the community and getting to know all of you and making friends with so many of you. I hear from a lot of people that adult friendships are hard to make or they're into things that none of their friends are into. And that's why they really enjoy this community. A lot of you have become friends with each other through my Instagram group. Instagram groups are very small compared to Facebook groups. I hate Facebook. Not saying I won't do a Facebook group one day, but I would like to avoid it. So this can be an alternative to that. There are ways that we could get groups together within Patreon and within that community. So I just hope to grow this community even bigger and stronger through that and have events for you where maybe we'll do a watch party. I'll invite you all to my complex. I have so many clubhouses here with like huge, huge screens. I think we could have a really, really fun viewing party, whether it's a documentary I want to share, whether it's a season finale, whether it's a premiere of something. If you guys live in SoCal, I think that would be a fun way to get people together and make some friends, maybe bring in some other podcasters who I am friends with, some meet and greet situations happening. So that would be one local event. But I would also like to do meetups in other cities. So for example, I'm going to New York soon. If I was planned in advance, I would be doing a meetup in New York. It's not going to happen this time. But I would like to set up some meetups around the country where I will be traveling and just so you can meet each other. I think that would be really cool. So that will only be available to Patreon members. And then I will do a specific podcast episode for Patreon every month as well that will not be on the podcast. It's patreon.com slash Jamie all over. The reason I'm launching this right now, someone found it. Someone found my Patreon page and subscribed. So there is someone out there who has already seen the Saddle Ranch video. I know it can possibly get out of the Patreon. So in an effort to make the most 
for charity as possible. I'm letting you all know now before it gets out. I really do want to raise as many funds as possible for these two causes. On this episode, I wanted to discuss my first week on Adderall, kind of going back to my ADHD episode where I found out I was diagnosed with it as an adult. I was grappling with, do I want to try meds or do I want to try maybe some cognitive behavioral therapy or some other ways to help with this? Now that I know what it is, I can figure it out. I'm always so hesitant to get on meds. I just would always go the natural route. That's just me if I could do it. But because this has been so debilitating for me, there's so much like on my to-do list that I've just procrastinated on and I just put off. And my gosh, I moved to California to write a book that I have yet to start. So I'm like, if Adderall or some sort of ADHD medication can actually help me with my life goals, I would consider taking it, even if it's just for a temporary amount of time. So this was my thought process, and I'm like, I will try it. I was born with a little bit of a heart issue, so my psychiatrist who diagnosed me was hesitant to put me on any sort of stimulant medication. He said, you need to go for an EKG. We need to make sure that your heart can handle it. If not, there are other alternatives that are non-stimulant. And then I needed to go for a blood and urine test at the lab. So I did those things, and... With the state of healthcare as it is, everything seems to be so backed up, taking a lot of time. It seems like maybe they are having staffing issues throughout our country. So I took my EKG well over a month ago and I did not hear anything. Like I got my results on my online app of my blood and urine tests, which were both fine. But I had no idea what was going on with EKG for over a month. I had written to my doctor a couple times through my app, which is my only way to contact them. The first message that I sent, I got a response back that he was on vacation. So I had to wait a week. The next response I got back was from the doctor, and he said he was passing it off to the nurse because he didn't see my results in the system. Still didn't hear back. I think I wrote back a third time, and I was like, okay, you guys, it's been over a month. I would love to know the results of my EKG. So finally... I got a call from the nurse who tracked down my EKG tests and she said it was basically normal. I don't know what that means. And I don't know why I didn't ask her to elaborate on what basically normal means, but she was going to pass that off to my doctor. So he called me and he said that I'm cleared to go on stimulants. Yay, my heart is okay. Which is a scary thing, you guys, because my dad died of a heart attack. Very, very traumatic experience. It was a very difficult way how it happened. He was here visiting me from New Jersey. He was here in California when it happened. I will tell that story one day. In fact, I tried telling it early in the podcast and it was, again, another technical difficulty. My mic was not recording. It was probably the most difficult story for me to tell, but I wanted to share it. I want to share my life with you. So what I realized was that when I was telling that story, I wasn't ready to tell it because it was so hard to get out. I was still crying through it all. But in getting it physically out of my body and saying all of those words, that was a huge, huge part of my healing. Didn't even realize it. It was actually more for me than for the podcast at that time. So in a strange way, I'm glad it didn't record. I was not ready to tell the story. And I've often read that if you can't tell something without crying, 
then you're not maybe ready to tell it or you're not healed from it. I'm not sure how true that is. I'm not sure if we ever truly heal from such events, but I do believe it was not the right time to tell it. And I think I can tell it in a better way now or sometime in the near future. So anyway, where was I going with that? Oh my gosh. Oh, my heart. So my dad died of a heart attack at age 62. And his dad, my grandfather, who I never met, also died of a heart attack when he was only 35. So my dad's life prior to him even turning 35, he just always thought he would not make it past that age. He thought he was going to go the same way. So he made it to 62. Then there's me. I am a vegan. I think that helps tremendously. My heart appears to be healthy. So long story short, I was cleared for Adderall and I started it a little over a week ago. And I just wanted to give you an update on how that's going and my thoughts on it so far. One day when I was having an extremely productive day, I knocked off maybe 10 things off of my to-do list. One of those things was to start a Patreon page. Now, I did not know if I was going to ever launch it, but I just wanted to have it there and have the foundation ready should I ever want to do one. I've been going back and forth with the idea of one for a little bit now, and I'll tell you my thinking behind it. At first, I'm like, no, I don't want to have a Patreon. I don't want to charge people anything. I want people to be able to just access content for free. There are so many podcasts out there with Patreons. And me personally, as a listener, when I'm listening to my other podcasts and they say like, okay, you're not going to hear this here. You have to go to the Patreon. I'm going to be honest, like I get a little annoyed. I'm like, oh, I don't how many Patreons can people have? You know, I understand that. And I understand money is tight for a lot of people. I don't want to contribute to that frustration at all. So that was my hesitancy to even starting a Patreon. The good thing about a Patreon is you have full control of what you're putting out. You don't need to be censored. And when I say censored, I do put a lot out on this podcast and there's nobody telling me I can't, but there are some things that I cut, whether it's something I share or a guest shares that I just feel is a bit too much. Getting back to how it's been on Adderall a little over a week now. It's not the miracle I was hoping for. Day one that I took it, I was driving somewhere and I remembered that I had to stop at Walgreens to pick up something. I can't even remember now what it was. In a typical day, I would just forget that I needed to stop there. But I'm like driving and I remembered, oh yeah, I have to do this. And I stopped and I did that. Also, I recall being online And I was waiting a very long time. There were people in front of me just taking forever. Now, normally, I have the worst patience, which I realize it's not a character trait. It's not my personality. It's ADHD. But I have very little patience normally. No one would really know it. It's something that internally I shove down. And I get this rage and I push it down. But if I was normally standing in line and it was taking that long, I would be so annoyed and really like frustrated, I guess. But I recall just standing in line and being perfectly level-headed, perfectly reasonable, and perfectly patient. And it was fine. And when I finally got up to the counter, I was pleasant to the man, and I didn't want to take his head off. So that's a plus. The miracle that I was hoping for was it would motivate me to do the things that I've been putting off that I don't want to do. 
And that's where I'm disappointed in it. But I think I should share this, that it's no, it's not a miracle cure. It has not made me organize my clothes. It has not made me do the spring cleaning that I so desperately want to get done. And it's like when I'm busy, it just makes it so much worse because it just keeps getting put off, put off, put off. It's bad. And it creates this vicious cycle where like looking at the disorganization puts me in a worse mood and makes me feel even worse and makes me maybe procrastinate more on other things that need to get done. So I will say this past week, I have not done the organization that I so desperately wish I would do. But what it did help with was tasks that I did want to do. It helped me stay focused. For example, in one day, I created my YouTube account, my Patreon account, a media kit that people have been asking for. I did because I was like, okay, I need to hire someone to do all of these things. But it's like, I actually didn't. I was able to get it all done on my own. I mean, I could go on, but it's boring. Basically, I got a whole list of to-do things done. It did help to do the things that I wanted to do, but just didn't have the energy or focus to do. So that was great. My appetite has been reduced. I will say that. But I'm still eating and I'm still eating well and healthy. It's not like I've heard horror stories from other people where it's like they don't want to eat at all. My mind, all the chatter, all the songs that play on repeat, all the stuff, all the tabs that we have open, it seemed to kind of dissipate. Not 100%, but to a level where I was like, oh, so this is what it's like to live a normal life. This is how most people live every day. Wow. This is a whole new world for me. Imagine I was like this my whole life. What more could I have accomplished? Like that's where my thoughts went. And it's kind of just like this calming overall sense. Now, if you take Adderall and you don't have ADHD, I think you get more of like a euphoria. You get a high from it. You might get more energy from it. But for me, since I do have ADHD, it's more like a calming effect. Now, I did a couple podcast episodes while on Adderall, and the jury is still out on this, but I'm not sure if it helps or if it hurts or it does nothing. But I did notice that my mind wasn't firing as quickly as it normally does. It was kind of like more even keeled. It allowed me to... I don't want to say completely listen to like the guest or the host because I always do. I always have to work extra hard, but I always do that. But maybe I didn't have to work as hard to listen to the other person. It was easier to be able to just sit back and listen. The downside to that is that I felt almost more boring in the interview or when I was being interviewed because my mind wasn't firing on all the cylinders that it normally does. And because I'm so calm on it, I'm like, wait, is this changing my personality? Is this changing the way I podcast? Is this changing the way I communicate? Should I not be taking it when I'm planning to podcast? So these are all things I need to kind of figure out for myself. But even the episode with Ryan Bailey, I was on Adderall then. When I listened back and I edited it, I'm like, this doesn't totally sound like me. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if you guys noticed anything. I definitely let him talk. (laughs) And he's a great talker. He has a lot to say. Maybe I feel like I contributed less than I normally would. I kind of just let the other person go. I think this is something I need to figure out for myself in podcasting because obviously it should be an equal or as equal as possible back and forth. I don't know. I'm just saying this out loud. I haven't fully thought it through yet, but there was one day that I didn't really have anything to do, so I didn't take it. You don't have to take it every day. So I'm like, okay, if I don't have to take it, I don't want to take it. I skipped 
two days so far, but the first time I skipped the day, this is a big downside to it. And this is how I can see how people can become addicted to it because I felt super depressed, completely out of energy, and I did nothing for the day. And that's, to me, scary because it altered my mood to make it more negative, my energy, which was lower than ever, and zero motivation to do anything. Yesterday was the second day that I didn't take any because the day before we had Sheena's birthday party. So fun. Happy birthday, Sheena. It was at Canopy Club in Culver City. Max Boyens is now, I believe he's managing it. He was there helping run the entire situation, doing a wonderful job. It was a rooftop. It was a pool. And it was really fun. It was nice to see everyone. And I had two drinks. And I was on my Adderall. You guys, I know I'm new to the Adderall situation and I know people drink on it often. I hear about this, but I have to warn you because my doctor did not warn me. And maybe it's my responsibility to figure out like all the side effects and what not to do when you're taking it. And perhaps it's even written on the bottle that I did not read or in the instructions that came with it. I'm sure it's there. I just didn't read it. So I did not know that it could actually be a lethal combination, especially with my heart issue, to drink and be on Adderall. Luckily, my dosage right now is very low. I'll tell you about my dosage in a minute. I'll finish this story, though. So I had two drinks, and then I just crashed. The Adderall wore off. I had been done drinking. I completely crashed, and I was like, I just need to go home. I couldn't have one more conversation. I couldn't listen to anything else. I just needed to get out of there. And then I went home. I went to bed. I had the worst headache And all yesterday, I had a splitting headache, so I didn't take an Adderall yesterday. Plus, when I got home, I started feeling all of this like dread and doom, and I didn't feel right. Like My body just did not feel right. So that is when I researched drinking and taking Adderall. And I know you're going to be like, Jamie, you're an idiot. How did you not know this ahead of time? But I'm sharing this information for anyone else who may not know. So I researched it, and it's like, definitely do not drink when you're on Adderall. It makes the heart work so much harder. It can be lethal. You can die from it. So now I'm panicking. And again, my dosage is small and it was fine. But moving forward, if I know that I'm going to be at some sort of event and I do plan to have a couple drinks, I will just make sure that I have not taken an Adderall within like six hours prior or not at all that day. I will never mix again because I felt awful. So yesterday, again, same thing mental that came back when I didn't take it, depression, And like this feeling of dread and just (laughs) feeling of unwellness, if that's a word. Again, it scares me because I don't think this is something that I want to be taking for the rest of my life. In my mind, I'm like, I'm just going to take it now because I've got all these projects going on. There's things I want to accomplish and I'm failing miserably to get everything done. And if there's something that can help me improve my life in that aspect, I will do it for the short term. I don't know if that's very naive to think that because maybe there's always going to be something that I'm like, oh, no, but I need to take it for this now and this and this about my dosage. So my doctor initially wanted to put me on the extended release. There's two versions of Adderall, the extended or the instant release. He thought the extended would be good because it would give me the effects of it throughout my day. And then I asked this question. I was like, okay, well, can I cut it up because I can't swallow big pills? And he's like, no, it's capsules, so you can't cut it up. He's like, in that case, you're going to have to take the instant release. But what we will do is we'll split up your dosage into half dosages and you'll take it twice a day. The first week, I was only on five milligrams. I hear of other people who are on like 30 a day. But because of my heart issue, like we were starting, I guess, slow and seeing how I did. 
for the first week, it was five milligrams in the morning. And I was also advised to not drink coffee when I'm taking this, but I've had a cup of coffee every day. The second week, my dosage went up to taking the five milligrams in the morning. And then a couple hours later, like around 12 or one, I would take another five milligrams. I did happen to take it once around somewhere between three and 4 p.m. I would not recommend that because I had a lot of trouble sleeping that night. And I believe the first day that I took the double dosage, I also had trouble sleeping that night. But overall, it hasn't disrupted my sleeping every single night. It's just that I can't take it too late in the day. I've also read that it can take a couple weeks for you to start feeling the full benefits of it. So I will keep you posted. I'll keep you updated on it. I know there's a lot of you out there who did relate to the ADHD episode and went out and sought their own diagnosis and they were wondering about the meds as well. Hopefully it helps anyone out there who doesn't really know about it either. So it was announced at Sheena's birthday party that the girls won an MTV movie and TV award for best on-screen team. So that went to Sheena, Ariana, Lala, and Katie. So congratulations to you guys. I'm so sorry that the awards were canceled for the live event. It was due to the Writers Guild strike. Everything was pre-recorded. Last minute, everything got canceled. I know it was such a bummer that they didn't get to present. They didn't get to accept it live. But I told Sheena, this will be the first of hopefully many Hopefully next year you guys are nominated again and you can win and accept it live. I don't think this was their last opportunity to do that. So congratulations to them. While I'm sharing updates, several of you were asking what happened with Sugar Taco. I thought you guys were having the grand opening party on Cinco de Mayo, which originally it was planned for that. But due to our final inspection being delayed, we are still waiting on our permit. We're ready to open. We are ready to go in Long Beach. It's going to be Sugar Taco number three. And next door to that is the Plant Butchers, which is our vegan butcher shop slash deli slash store. We are just waiting on the city to open. So what we are saying now is late June. That is an overestimate. We do hope to be open early June or even end of this month. We'll see. I'll keep you guys updated on that. We will be having a big grand opening party, red carpet. We will have a bunch of amazing people there. And we will also be doing a soft opening for friends and family. You guys are my friends, right? You're welcome to come. So either way, whenever we open, I will let you guys know about that if you happen to be in the area. I need to go prepare for my live podcast. It is happening in 10 days. In New York City, there are thousands of people expected to attend. All the VIP tickets are sold out. They're almost sold out of the general admission. They sold thousands of tickets. I've never done a live podcast. This is just another thing to add to my list of things that I'm doing that I have absolutely no experience (laughs) to do. And we're going to cross our fingers and hope that it turns out okay. And I hope this is the first of many live podcasts that I can do. Back when I was more regularly on Shenanigans, I was always pushing Sheena for us to do some live podcasts because I wanted to go around the country and meet people and have that one-on-one and live experience with you guys in person. So I'm hoping I can do it more. I'm hoping I can team up with other podcasters like Sheena, for example, and we can go on a little podcast tour. That would be really fun. I don't know if we can arrange our schedules to do that. We have nothing in the works, but just putting it out there in the universe. I think that would be really fun. I am not prepared for this yet. I have to research my business partner and guest for the live podcast, who will be Daniela Monet. 
if any of you have kids or if you yourself used to watch Victorious on Nickelodeon. She was Victoria Justice's sister, played Trina. She is also an amazing entrepreneur and she's an investor in Sugar Taco. She will be attending the Vegan Women's Summit. She will be my guest for the live podcast. I need to do a ton of research on her. So far, I've listened to her episode on Jay Shetty's podcast. That was so enlightening and eye-opening because there were certain things I learned about her that I didn't know just from knowing her in real life. But that's a great podcast episode. If you guys want to check that one out, I do recommend it. Jay Shetty with Daniela Monet. I need to figure out what I'm wearing. I need to make even more travel arrangements because I need to figure out where I'm staying. Just found out that Sheena will be in New York at the same time. She's got an event that she's doing for Smirnoff. I'm so excited to be in my favorite city, my hometown city. I'm going to attend her event when I'm done at mine. Her event is on May 18th, which is the night that I'm going to Gracie Mansion and meeting the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams. I also need to prepare some questions for him. I have the opportunity as well. So I just have so much prep to do for this trip. It's a very important trip with my ADHD. Of course, I've waited till the last 10 days to prep for all of this. I will have a video version of that live podcast with Daniela. Heads up, I may take a break from the podcast next week to focus on the live one just because I've never done a live podcast before. And it's going to be in front of, like I said, thousands of people. I really want to make sure I'm prepped for this. So I need to put my full focus and attention on that for this week. I hope you understand. I'm also going to be doing some giveaways. I texted TJ from Emo Night to see if he would open up sales again for the Every Night is VPR Night hoodie that sold out. That was a limited release. It did so well. Like I said, it sold out and they included me with a percentage of the sales because it was my idea. See, I was so shocked by this. I was like, I am not part of Emo Night. That's not my slogan. I just altered it. Courtney actually was also included in it as well because she executed getting the hoodies made and handing them out to us at Emo Night. And then Emo Night decided to release that hoodie through their merch as well. So Sheena texted Courtney and I, I think last week, maybe the week before, saying, surprise, we've included you guys with a percentage of the sales. It was funny because a lot of you were DMing me and showing me like your order and like, oh, I got it. I got it. Or asking me about sizes or saying that you needed it or how much you loved it. And I was like, I'm so glad. Awesome. Please support Emo Night. But this is not my merch. Just letting you know. So Now I can actually say thank you because little did I know I did get a percentage of that. So thank you guys for selling that out. And I did ask TJ if he would be opening up sales again and doing another release of it because some people still wanted to get it. So once I get an answer from him, which I did not get yet. Oh, I did get a response. Let's see what he says. Hey, Jamie, I don't think we're going to re-release them. Okay, well, they're not going to re-release them, so I'm going to have to do a giveaway of a different hoodie. Maybe this will motivate me to do the Jamie all over merch. I have a couple ideas. Tell me what you want because I personally, as much as like I want a hoodie for myself to wear, everyone's doing hoodies and you know I have to be different, right? I don't want to do a hoodie. I did a sample of a pair of sweatpants and they came out all wrong. So I'm the only owner of them, but I might try take two of that and get it right so we could have some sweatpants. I kind of want to do a coffee mug. I love my coffee. 
I have this one mug. As you know, I was obsessed with the rainforest mug that is no longer in production. I want to do something like big, that size and glossy. I just loved like the way it felt. I loved how all of my fingers fit into the handle. I'm very specific when it comes to my coffee mugs, if you haven't noticed. So I would love to create one and replicate all of the things I loved about my <laughs> rainforest mug that I cannot get anymore for all of us, for Jamie all over. I'm going to get working on that. Send me your ideas. But regardless, I'm going to be doing some giveaways. If you have anything that you want to promote, you want to bring awareness to, reach out to me and let me know. I think it's really important to help other women especially and provide a platform for women and their voices and diverse voices. And that's what's so amazing about podcasting is that we can do that. If you'd like to join me over on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Jamie all over. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Another banga, baby, calm down, calm down. Yo, this your body, he put in my heart for lockdown, for lockdown, oh lockdown. Yo, you sweet life, Fanta, Fanta. If I tell you, say I love you, you know, they for me, young girl, oh young girl. No, tell me, no, 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 oh, 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 Me got a small one.